is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Welcome to the main satellite. Main satellite. I am Tamarcus, and we're back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You said we're what? Oh, oh shit. We we bike. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brody. Brody the goes early at night. Um, bike one smoke. Got another brother with us. Who is this guy? Yeah, man, it's Big Tone. I'm black. <laughs> we yeah. got to get. We about to get it cracking. <laughs> How's everybody doing, man? How you guys doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, yeah. The weather, weather <laughs> looking good, man. You know, I don't know if the damn groundhog. You know what? That shit. I don't even know what the hell. How does it go if the motherfucker see his shadow or not? Like how that shit go? What like? I go. Do y'all remember? If he sees the shadow, it's six more weeks of a bad weather of winter, I guess. I think that's what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, the groundhog, the one that um uh I don't know if it's always the same one, but the one that we're purportedly always relying upon died um a week or so ago. You know what? They, it's been the, <clears throat> they said though that the groundhog has been named Field, and they've been using that one. Since 1880-something, I said it ain't been the same damn one. It's been about 50 of them damn things. You know, damn well, ain't been no same groundhog since the, the 1800s. Are you serious? It's a supernatural ground. There's nothing living right now as far as they got a heart and lungs and shit like that that makes a living being still living from well, the no. 1800s. Nothing. Well, no, that's, that's not, exactly not even true. a person. Um, well, we have some animals that approach that. I Do think you the know? oldest. For <laughs> 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 you, got, hey, so so you to make that proclamation, you got to know. Listen, no, they're not. They're not. They're not that old. But I know that um, there's a right whale that is approaching or over right on the cusp of 200 years old, and there's also um, the oldest Galapagos turtle in captivity right now in America is like 189 years old or 100 and. And, and it's somewhere between 150 they and 100. They could tell us anything. We don't know that to be true. They lived for a long time, man. Damn, they they could have damn died three or four times. They'd be like, it's the same one, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, just to keep the tradition alive. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, they like, like myth, the yeah. folklore alive. Get out of here. <laughs> but, Tom, uh, you've been around for what, 120, 130 years, right? Something like that? <laughs> no, not that long. No. So I wish. The, the question. Tell them who you are again, brother. Who are you again? One more again. One more again. It's Big Tone, man. You can call me Montoni Tone. I prefer Mr. Miller. No, I'm just, I'm just playing. <laughs> Big Tone, man. And Big Tone. And once again, for those who need to know, for potential clients, what is the name of your company? Montoni Logistics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Montoni Logistics. You guys and gals, listen to what this man is saying. He's the best at what he does. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, 
the question that I asked you before uh, um, we started here was you being a long distance truck driver, um, what's the spookiest thing, the creepiest thing you've ever seen or come across in your years? Because you've been at this for some, for what, 20 years? Yeah, you've been since at this for a while. 2006. Now, you know. um, so um, you, there's a pretty good chance you've seen some really creepy or weird or bizarre or unexplainable things in your time on the road. But let me uh, tell you why I asked you that. So the last couple of days, last week or two, I've been falling into YouTube uh, hold, holes, the orbit of YouTube, uh, certain videos. And I've been looking up, um, I've been looking at videos and things on cryptid. So these are things like, um, you know, uh, Jersey Devil and Skinwalkers. And the latest thing has been uh, what they call the dog man. Dog man is supposed to be a creature that looks similar to a werewolf. Um, is is taller than a man. In fact, it has the build of a you know powerfully built man, and it's got everything going on but the head. So it's, supposedly it has the head of a fucking dog or a wolf or you know something of that nature. And I was listening, I was watching um, a YouTube video yesterday where a long distance truck driver was saying that he's come across very creepy and suspicious things more than once, and the dog man was one of those situations. So that's the um, the reason that I asked you that question. The creepiest, weirdest, most unreal thing you've seen in all your years on the road across America. Uh, one of the spookiest things that ever happened to me was it was early on in my career I was driving on a back road in the middle of the night and my headlights completely stopped working. In a dark road, no hit, no lights, nowhere. It was dark as shit. That shit scared me to death, man. You hear me? Mm -hmm. um, that was crazy. How did my damn headlights just stop working all of a sudden? It was... That was very spooky and crazy um how long did that last did it was a stop or i did because i didn't know what the hell was going on and i i was about to go around the curve too i i just thank god nothing happened but yeah that was that was one of the most craziest spookiest things i've ever dealt with one of the other is um just last year, I was in Iowa, and I was going across, and it was in a, it was a pretty bad storm. I didn't stop. I should have, but I didn't. I, I was thinking about other things when I should have, and I, I didn't know. But I, I slid on ice about three or four different times, completely out of control. In a big Almost, yeah, yeah, in Iowa. Uh, you talking about somebody scared out their damn mind when you don't have no control over where you're going and how, you know, what was going on. But the thing of it, when I did get, you know, control back and got back under control, I kept going. I should have stopped then, but I didn't because I was thinking about other shit. Because at this point now, I'm... I'm a seasoned driver and nothing scares me now. But your nerves weren't your nerves weren't shot all to hell after that. No, because I kept driving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And, and and the last thing is is a few years ago. It 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 makes me angry as hell, man. That I I saw this. I was riding down the road, and this I was local then. At that point, this motherfucking dude gonna come up beside me, and I happen to look down because I'm I always do that. And he was he was beating off. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was so angry. You remember one time I got on Facebook, Brody? I was like, man, what the fuck? You were like, what happened, man? And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go into detail, but that's what had happened. Mm-hmm. I had just witnessed that, and I was pissed off about it. I'm like, man, what the hell is this world coming to? But on contrast, you know, on the other side of that, I witnessed a woman doing the same thing several mm-hmm. times, actually. Really? Oh yeah, man. They they like to flat. They like to they like to give truck driver shows, man. I women lift their uh shirts to show you their breasts, and one woman gave me a whole show. And the damn, I guess he told the dude beside her, the driver, because he started reaching over, playing with it. Then she lifted her skirt up and pulled drawers to the side and shit. And then he sped off. And I couldn't go but so fast, but I damn sure tried to chase him. And I wanted another show. <laughs> but yeah, so, man, yeah. It's so crazy out here. So that's fairly common then, stuff like that. People giving peep shows and playing with oh, themselves. And all yeah. That. Oh, yeah, man. People are sick out here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. You ever seen So you that haven't movie? actually... Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Mark. You ever seen that movie uh, with Liam Neeson called Ice Road? It's on Netflix. Uh-uh, I ain't seen that. Oh, well, I, I, it, it, ain't, it, 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 ain't, it ain't that good. It's entertaining. Um, but I was why anytime I see something, man, you know, it, it uh focus on truck drivers, I think about I think about you. But the whole time I was watching that movie, I was thinking, like, I wonder what Tone think about this movie, man. Because the whole lot <laughs> of shit that I was like, man, this shit ain't she wouldn't happen, you know what I'm saying? It was it was hilarious. It was I mean, but some of the shit might be real. Some of the shit might happen in real life, but I know a lot of things in there were just, they put it in there. Pure fabrication. Yeah, Mm -hmm. pure fabrication. Ice Mm -hmm. road. I never knew that it would, that lightning strikes during blizzards. I drove in a whole live blizzard with a a $5 million load worth of cigars in the the back. And it was a blizzard, whole live blizzard, and it was lightning. And I never knew it lightning struck during blizzards. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I experienced that exactly once, man, here in Winston. I was living off of uh, Box Mountain Road, and um, it was around, I guess it was around January, maybe mid-January, and there was a bad, you know, uh, snowstorm outside. And I remember being in my room inside, and I kept hearing this rumbling, and I'm thinking that, you know, Maybe uh, somebody's running about in the house or, you know, it could have been, I didn't know what it was. It didn't, I didn't think that it could be, it didn't strike me. It could be thunder. And I go outside mm. and not only is it thundering really, really badly, but it's lightning. And I'm talking snow is yeah. coming down hard. I had yeah. never, that was the creepiest shit that I, I hadn't seen anything like that before. That was very odd, very creepy to me for a while. I thought I was just imagining it, but it was real. That's the first and last time I ever experienced that. And I wish now that I'd had the, um, the thought to record it. I don't know if I'll see anything like that again, but I didn't know it either, man. I didn't know that that weather could mix that way. At least not yeah. here in North Carolina, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was in Chicago when that happened. 
Yeah. Yeah. Man, so you- speaking of recording, I didn't record it moving, but I swear to you, something in the sky a couple of months, didn't want that long ago. I just took pictures of it. I could not explain what the hell it was. Now that I, now that you, when you said, you know, recording, I thought about, you know, other things that I've experienced. And I was in Florida. Something was in the sky and it was lighting up. I, yo, and I swear to God, I was getting freaked out. I took pictures, sent it to people. And they were like, man, I don't know what that is, man. I still got that picture. I'm going to send it to y'all, man. And y'all, yeah. y'all can make your own assumption of what it is. But I tell you, man, like, I don't know what that was. It was lighting up. It was nothing I've never seen before. And it didn't look like nothing, you know. And I was just like, yo, are you kidding me right now? And it was no. in the sky for a while. Was it stationary? It was just, just stationary. No, it, didn't- it was moving. and it, But mm-hmm. it was... It was lighting up though, as if it was like on fire, but it was like go out though and then come back. I wish I would have recorded it in motion. I know why I didn't. I was on the I was on the phone at the time when I was seeing it. And I was freaking out. The person was like, yo, what, what, what are you what what's that? You all right? I'm like, man, I'm good, but then you y'all don't y'all don't understand what I'm looking at right now. Like, what is this? Like I was miracle. Cause I ain't ever seen no shit like that before, man. I, I'm gonna send y'all pictures of that shit. That shit is crazy, though. It's so, crazy. So you knew it wasn't a meteorite or a plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did know that. Which mm-hmm. opens up, opens up, opens up other uh, suppositions you could have made. Could have been a number of things, man. Might have yeah. been something supernatural. It could have been supernatural, or it could have been not of this world, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think um, when I lived, well, I was over here and I worked for um, a light, a health insurance company at that time. And over where we lived. Um, so you had the, uh, there was a Coca-Cola factory or a Pepsi factory, one of them across the road from where we lived. We, we, well, where we worked, we worked in this big, this massive building. It, it was room, there was room enough for like, uh, I think it was 3,500 people at one time when everybody was on their job and on the job and everything like that. And I remember coming out one night and it might've been like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And I remember I was about to hop the bus. And when I was going to get on the bus, I noticed that a bunch of people were stopped in the middle of traffic, like a load of people all the way down the road that it was off of where I worked, that area was, uh, the building was off of people were stopped. And people were getting out of their cars, their vehicles, and they were looking up in the sky. And there was a uh, a series of lights moving across the sky, and whatever it was, um, it, there were there were quite a few of whatever it was these things, whatever they were in the sky, and they would light up in these weird kind of patterns. I'd forgotten about that until you mentioned that, but they were lighting mm-hmm. up in this weird pattern, these weird patterns, and they were stationary. That's why I asked you if what you saw was stationary, and they stayed mm-hmm. there for probably about 10, 15 minutes. It was so pronounced. And so noticeable that people had stopped. They'd pulled off to the side of the road. Many cars, vehicles, trucks, you name it. And people were out of their vehicles looking up at it. After about, uh, I guess, 10, 15, maybe 10 minutes, maybe maybe 10 minutes, um, they went out one final time and didn't come back. I've never been able to figure out what the fuck that was. But I know these things, whatever they were, were stationary. Now, it could have been a weather balloon situation. I don't know. It could have been uh, planes that were so high up, aircraft that were so high up that um, they only look stationary, but that's not what it looked like to me. It didn't look like a meteorite. It didn't look like um, 
uh, anything that I'd ever seen before. That's um that was pretty spooky. It was, and I hadn't thought about it in the last year and a half, two years now. But when you were speaking about when you were saying what you were saying, explaining what you'd seen, it made me think about that. So you never know, any number of things could be out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mark, you seen anything like that, man? Experienced nah. anything like that? Nah, never. Mm -hmm. Never. It's um. We live in a very uh, odd world and we're so consumed with or by the norm that uh, anything, this that's my problem, anything that has the appearance of something that's otherworldly or supernatural or beyond what we see every day, I try mm -hmm. to... It's an it's an Occam's razor sort of situation. It's got to be the simplest. And a lot of times that's what it is. Usually it's the simplest solution to a problem that seems complex or a situation that seems more complicated than what it probably is. But I know that um many people have seen things that they cannot explain, you know. Um I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Uh I hadn't seen anything like that before or since. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I had never seen them what I seen before or after, but like I said, it won't. And it was, it was like this happened probably around the summertime. I would say mm -hmm. I was in Florida mm -hmm. last summer. Have you thought about it much since? Frequently, but as time goes on, I start to think about it less and less. But I was that was a big thing I was thinking to where, you know, when the country shut down, why do they want us inside so much? And what 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 other things went on while we was so quote unquote quarantining? <laughs> I well that's a nice segue into um, one of the topics that I had in mind, um, you know, these um, uh, vaccination mandates and mask mandates, um, they're falling by the wayside in a whole lot of states. Like every time I turn around, you hear about a number of states dropping their mask mandates or dropping their vaccine mandates at certain companies and all this other kind of stuff. So I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on that. What, what do you think about that? Do you think it's too soon? Do you think it's... Um, Past due, what'd you think? Well, well, my thing I, I wanted to say it's money because um, y'all y'all probably experienced it in your local places where you went in somewhere and they were like, "We're completely understaffed." But I just want y'all to know that's not an isolated incident across this whole country. People are not working. We're understaffed. I know places that are supposed to be over 24 hours. They are closing down because they are understaffed. People are not working. And then the government's still giving out these, you know, stimulus checks to some people. And so people are not working no more. And it's coming, it's been starting to become a critical mass of people that's not working. So I think the offset that they're starting to lift some of these laws because it's the bottom line. Once the bottom line starts to get affected, you know that's what people care about. All they really do care about at the end of the day is money. 
you know, at the end of the day, you got people out here that was doing the pandemic was in full swing that um, they were still people getting out here working, but the owners that owned it, they were safely in their home, you know what I'm saying, probably already had the vaccine already, and they were safe in their home, and they sitting out these workers out here, still y'all got to work, just pick yourselves, and this, that, and the third. So I think at the end of the day, it's about money and money being lost. So now that these people are starting to say that, you know, the, the laws and the mandates are starting to come down. Now these people could go back to work. They think they thinking people will start going back to work and whether they will or not, time will tell. But I think that's why it's because of money. Personally, that's what I think is because of money. Um, I firmly agree with you on that score, man. I think that um, a lot of it has to do with um, the bottom line. And everybody knows in America that the bottom line is the bottom dollar. And when the bottom line begins to be, uh, starts being affected negatively, uh, there are going to be some, there are going to be actions that aren't healthy for the average human being, the average person, the average worker. Um, I personally believe, um, having said that, that it's um, irresponsible for these mandates to be uh, either eradicated altogether or loosened. Or uh, uh, I believe it is irresponsible. I think that mandates, vaccine mandates, mask mandates, I think these, th- these things have saved um, countless lives. I think that um, I can personally say whatever job I work, um, I'm not upset about them requiring um, any job for that matter, uh, about them requiring uh, people's you know, workers to be vaccinated, new works to be vaccinated. And I'm also I'm also not upset about requiring workers to wear masks. I think that's a, a really great thing. I can say until for the last two years, I've been sick maybe one time, maybe once. Um, and that was a mild cold that went away. Uh, I believe it's because I wear my mask when I'm around other people. Um I go out in the public, I go shopping. The time or two that I've been in a the theater, I've um, worn my mask. Uh, I believe that the mandates being drawn back are a negative thing. I don't think, t- to me, it's not um, a matter of comfort or discomfort. It's a matter of what's necessary. I'm not uncomfortable wearing a mask. I'm not uncomfortable being around people who are um, forced to wear masks. I am also... I'm comfortable with it. And I'm also very comfortable with individuals who have been vaccinated, um, boosted, what have you. I think um, what you said, Tone, um, is so. I think the bottom line is the bottom dollar. And once that sees a negative impact, once there's a negative impact on that, a lot of this shit is pulled back. You know, um, I think it's too soon. I think it's way too fucking soon, particularly in America. How long do you think it need to happen? How long do you think that people need to keep wearing masks and things of that nature well i saw something earlier today i um i made sure i backed it up um there are um give or take four thousand americans dying every day um this is something that a lot of people or a good number of people don't really seem to understand either that or they don't think about it covid is still very much a thing and it's still killing people by and large um, those who are unvaccinated, right? And those who 
don't give a shit about um you know when it comes to people that they don't know they don't know their status when it comes to uh physical proximity and masks and things like that but by and large the majority of folks who are dying are unvaccinated people it's not always the case but by and large it's what it is how long until we know better because despite what it is we know about COVID-19 and uh subsequent variants we still know uh quite little quite quite fairly little about um uh what the life cycle of this thing is we do know that as viruses do it will evolve. It will mutate, mutate because it wants to live in so much as viruses can live. But I think until until we know more and until people begin to take um, more personal responsibility for themselves and for others, I think it needs to last for as long as it needs to last. It, I'm sure it's mm. uncomfortable to some people, you know, but mm. death, I, I would assume that death is a little bit more uncomfortable or at least the possibility of death or long form COVID, long COVID, you know. Um, I don't have any problems. I've never been discomfited by what's going on. I've never been discomfited by having to stay home, having to work from home, wear my mask, right? Um, mm -hmm. Be vaccinated or boosted. I am pers I'm personally not negatively impacted by the safeguards that have been put in place. I can say that. So how long? As long as it takes. That's, that's what my personal feelings are on that. Mark, the question you asked, what do you think about that? Um, yeah. In terms, of, yeah. In terms of these uh, mandates, do you think it's too soon? Do you think we need to take different steps? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think it's too soon. Um, mm -hmm. I get that feeling. You remember when we were in the thick of it at the beginnings of the pandemic and and all of the um, uh, social distancing and staying at home orders and stuff, and we weren't long into it yet. And Trump was talking about, we got to get these schools up. We got to get the schools back up. We got to get people back to work. Like, it was like a rush, you know, because, you know, it was affecting the bottom, bottom, bottom line, like you guys were just talking about. And I'm getting that same feeling with um, all these mandates falling by the wayside. It's a, it's a, it's a shame. It's a, it's a damn shame because as you pointed out, COVID is still here. It's still killing people. It's not like it's gotten weaker or nothing like that. It's just that a, a lot more people have have gotten vaccinated. Um, that's why it's not as as uh, that's why the numbers are going down, not because it's weaker. So if you're unvaccinated, I I would still recommend motherfuckers to get vaccinated. And like you said, I believe the mask mandates need to stay in place and, and the vaccination mandates need to stay in place for as long as it long as it takes as long as it needs to take until um, you hit the nail on the head until everybody until a, until we start doing better until we're all in it together like we should have been i think if we didn't have that clown in office we could have pulled together as a nation and everybody would have felt responsible for each other um but we had this fucking clown in office uh, during that time and it's just shit is out of control now like uh the, the protests and all this other bullshit is out of control now because of him and his people the impact is being cumulative yeah it's 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 you know it's been building and building and building and i remember when that scum was in office 
um, and empower he and his people. Uh, well, power on paper, because obviously the Democrats are in power on paper now, but we know that it doesn't necessarily have to be that way in the mm-hmm. real world, you know, um, beyond, beyond um, positions and logistics. But I believe, I thought at one point in time it couldn't get any worse. And mm-hmm. obviously it's gotten much worse. And it's unfortunate because this idiocy in America um, is spreading rapidly. I know you guys have heard um, and read, heard, read, or seen about the shit going on in Canada at the moment, you know. Um, like a virus, this ignorance <laughs> and racism, amongst, amongst other things, has spread. And it's mm-hmm. bad. So I thought it couldn't get any worse. But it turns out, I thought, like, like my mama said, like mama says, thought like lit, thought it had a fart, but it had the shit. And that's what I, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it spread beyond the United States, and it's going to get worse before it gets any better. But as you were saying a moment ago, Mark, um, that would have been a real sort of, you, you hear people use this expression, come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. If we hadn't had this thing, this scum in office, this virus could have been a unifying experience. Mm-hmm. It could have been a unifying experience. It would have allowed because death reaches beyond race. It reaches beyond gender. It reaches beyond sexuality. It reaches beyond whatever tax bracket you rest in. It reaches beyond whatever political differences you have. At the very least, it ought to. Death is final, as far as we know. Mm-hmm. It could have been a very, it could have been a, a, an extremely, extraordinarily unifying experience. But we had someone. And it's underlings and creatures pushing back against what could have been a good thing. COVID itself is not a good thing. It is a terrible um, pox. It's a plague. It's a horrible thing. But at the very least, we could have been better off even in the midst of this mass death and illness. We could have been. We could have. America could have. Uh, started actually living up or moving towards the promise that we have been taught about, that we were taught about from a very early mm-hmm. age. Kids are indoctrinated in this country. We could have started moving towards that promise, mm-hmm. actually right. being the America. Oh, go, go, go ahead. ahead. It, it, it didn't actually, last. Actually, go ahead, go ahead. Actually being the America of legend, the mythic, mm-hmm. the myth, the, myth, the mythological America. Tony, you were speaking about myths earlier. We could have moved towards that. But because we had the wrong people in positions of authority who were able to speak ignorance to those who were already ignorant, but to, who were too cowardly at that time to come out about it, this is where we are. What were you going to say, Mark? We got a small peek at it, and then it was just, it, it, it just went away with the wind. You know, you, you had people uh, seeing what it was like to work from home or to just have time with your family and have time to um, dive into the hobbies that you hadn't had time to, 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 to enrich yourself with over the years or pick up new fucking hobbies. Um, you had, you know, stimulus checks, people seeing what it's like to have, you know, a little bit of extra money if, if you know, if they weren't living check to check. I mean, if, yeah, if they weren't living check to check, seeing what it was like to have like a little bit extra money, you had um, people pulling together and 
you know, saying like we're in this together and, and giving big uh, props to healthcare workers, calling them heroes and all this other kind mm-hmm. of stuff. You know? Like motherfuckers hanging out of windows, banging on pots and stuff, cheering on he- healthcare workers and stuff like that. It was, we, we had a small peak at that shit and that shit just, just, it didn't last long at all, man. At all. It went up in a puff of smoke pretty uh, pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Um, healthcare workers, it's what what essential quote unquote yeah, workers, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, people who worked at your Walmart's and your mm-hmm. food lines and big stars and don't your... forget truck drivers. We was mm-hmm. out here. In the uh, face yeah. Of it. Uh, yeah, y'all were like we a massive. Y'all were y'all a massive part. I mean, without you guys and gals, we don't get what the fuck we need. So yeah, truck long distance truck truck drivers. Period. Uh, teachers. You know, mm-hmm. garbage men or sanitation mm-hmm. workers, and you know mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. But uh, restaurant restaurant tours, people who mm-hmm. worked in restaurants as well. You know, they were essential workers, essential workers then, then. So it was a big thing then, and there were also uh, some of the lowest paid individuals in the United States. So it was a way um, for us to, as you mentioned earlier, Mark. Uh, to lean into solidarity, and it lasted for all of a flies fart in a low wind, and then that was it. That was it. And now look at where we are. Companies now, the only companies that are paying quote unquote essential workers in the way that they need to be paid are those that are being unionized by force at the hands of large groups of their employees. But it's still mm-hmm. a fairly unheard of thing in America. Everybody else, they still want to pay you. There are food service workers, for instance. Uh, people work in hospitals, food service workers, uh, uh, various people who people work in the service industry, period, who are still being paid little more, if not right on the dot, than minimum wage right now. So these people who were essential, right? They were essential, but they were treated as if they were essential. Hmm. You're seeing that occurring now. It's happening slowly but surely. But um, yeah, there was there was a a brief moment in time. But I don't think that's going to return. I don't think we're going to see that nah. again. When that could have happened, we really mm. I say again, we really had the opportunity to begin to live up to the promise. Mm. Look, look, huh, that, is, that is the American myth. Yeah, mm. and then there was um the spotlight on just healthcare in general, like seeing the holes in our in our healthcare system. So, you know, maybe there was a chance that universal healthcare could have been, you know, a, a thing in the future, in the near future, because this virus highlighted, highlighted a lot of those holes and a lot of those, um, a lot of the bullshit in healthcare. It highlighted all of that. Um, but now it's like nothing even happened. Like universal yeah. healthcare is 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 a, is just a dream again. In fact, healthcare mm-hmm. is at an all time. The cost of healthcare in America is at an all time high. Mm-hmm. It's at an all time high. So not only did um uh were we collectively unable to lean into what's good, what would have been good for everyone, we we backpedaled. We mm-hmm. we moved backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, inflation right now is so damn terrible, man. It's crazy. Mm-mm, man. Mm-mm. God, inflation is... It's oh, bad. man, y'all have no idea, man. Inflation, 
on, on, on some of the other things. Hey, hey, I know it is. It, I mean, all the way down to the damn person that ain't got nothing. Yep. It affects yep. everybody. And it's crazy right now. It is. And I would imagine that you see that on a pretty on a on a personal basis in terms of the product you haul. You know? Yeah. Um yeah. I, I went into I went to the grocery store yesterday. Um and I wanted bacon and eggs. I had eggs, didn't have bacon. A pack of bacon, the cheapest pack of bacon I saw was something like um five forty nine or five forty. But they went up, they went beyond ten dollars. And they all essentially, they all look the same goddamn thing. They all look the same. They could be from different companies. A pack of bacon. A pack of bacon. Yeah. Fresh vegetables, more expensive than ever. Canned foods, if that's your thing, more expensive than ever. Electricity, more expensive than ever. Gas, more expensive than ever. Clothes, more expensive than ever. These are all things that we that we need. We need to eat. We need electricity, water, water, water. Now, water, more expensive than fucking ever that you pay for, your water bill and everything, you know. So inflation is horrible. And it that loops back into what you were saying a moment ago, Mark, about uh, what both of you were saying, actually, about healthcare, about um, prices not needing to be as high as they are um, in the midst of a motherfucking global pandemic, a pandemic in America. Right. Since we all live in America, obviously, I'm speaking about America specifically. Um, this could have been a, a, a high road. It really could have been. But interestingly enough, you have companies like Amazon. And Amazon CEOs and food line CEOs and hospital um, uh, board leaders and things of that nature being paid higher bonuses than they have been paid in the history of this country. They're getting, they already don't pay taxes, the majority of them, they figure out these clever loopholes. But now they're getting bonuses that are two to three times more than what they were getting before. Think wow. about this shit, Brody. The owner of fucking Amazon just took a, a casual stroll in the outer space. Yeah. Like nothing, like the people on this planet wasn't suffering from a damn pandemic. He gonna just take a stroll into outer space like nothing's going on. Like he couldn't use that to try to help offset some of the problems and some of the damn frustrations that's going on. He used his billions of dollars to take a casual fucking stroll into outer space. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's disgusting, man. That's disgusting. That's evil. That is that is a real life Montgomery. See Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. Y'all remember when that used to be? Um it was a big joke. Now we know that these robber barons in America have always existed. Oh yeah. From the railroads to um, you know, oil tycoons. We know that they've always existed, but they were a lot rarer than what they are now. And it was a big fucking joke. That's the whole point of Montgomery Burns, Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons, right? Or Mom from Futurama. Now the comedians. Or the comedy writers are having to move further into absurdity to keep up with the shit that we're actually experiencing in the real world. This I don't think you. I don't think it was rarer, Brody. I just think now we're more. We got more accessible to these people because of the internet. You might be right. This shit been going right. on, but we just didn't know about. It. They weren't. At, let me put it. Okay, I think you're right about that. I'll, I'll add an addendum to what I said. 
I think that they're less ashamed to revel in oh, yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. opulence yeah. and to show Definitely. us just how fucking little we have on this planet, on Earth, okay? So uh, you have I a agree. great point. I believe it's always been a thing, but they are downright proud of it. No shame. Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the yeah. motherfucking metal, man. This motherfucker, man, wearing a cowboy hat uh, upon his return to Earth. And now um, <laughs> get, he getting this super yacht built to where it has to have an assistant, yep. uh, 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 another mini yacht to, 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 to house the helipad. <laughs> and the possibility of I can't even remember what country it's in, but they have they may have to destroy some bridge that's been around for for shit a, at least a century, at least a century, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. just for his super yacht, so it can get through after it's built. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? We always talk about how do you you know you you start like America, we like. A lot of people get in here and get they they hold marriage to a high standard, and those who break those vows, they trying to you know down them, you know, give them hell. Won't shit said to Jeff Bezos or um, what's the other billionaire motherfucker? Uh, damn, yeah, they I left their wives, Tesla and nothing was said to them. Oh no, you talking yeah, about him? Um, him. Uh, no, the other. It was another. Bill Gates. Anyway, yeah, Gates. Him <laughs> married today, wives for twenty for over twenty years, and the and the one Bezos' wife, she she used to get out and go balls to the wall to help get that company started. That's why he gave her two two billion dollars. But still, though. Nothing was said. Their man wasn't downgraded or denigrated at all. <laughs> they actually got elevated. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm they, saying, man. That shit like that, man, it really, like you said, man, it, it get glossed over. Yeah. When it comes to the money, that's it. Give me my motherfucking money, honey. That's um it. They are uh, not only that, but they are, well, as you just said it, they are wealthier now than they have ever fucking been, which makes no sense whatsoever on the surface of, of the thing. And they are very, as I said, open and bold and proud about reveling in their, it's, I consider it monstrous fucking opulence. Like it's so beyond the fucking pale. It's so beyond the fucking pale, man, that it is almost comedic. It's some Monty Burns shit from The Simpsons or some mom shit from, you know, Futurama. Also, I want to I want to make a comment on this. So even though the average American, the average American is in rather more pronounced. uh, I would call them dire straits financially at the moment. Right. Socially, emotionally, financially, psychologically at the moment. Let's just speak about money at the moment. Somehow. This worship of celebrity in this country, these billionaires like Kunye, or like the guys, the assholes you guys just mentioned, is more pronounced than I, I believe it perhaps has ever been. So regular you know people, yeah. I got a I got a perfect uh somebody gave me a a, a perfect quote for that. People choose 
prominence over intelligence. Mm -hmm. They rather have somebody that they know that that's popular than having somebody that's intelligent. Mm -hmm. Trump wasn't intelligent at all, but he was popular. Damn so he was, he was the thing. He was the thing to vote for, but he wasn't intelligent. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, that's why I mean by that people prefer prominence over intelligence. Mm -hmm. Well, why why do y'all think that's that's the case? I think it's because they're projecting who they want to be or what they want to be or how they want to be onto uh, whatever individual happens to be the flavor of the month at that time. I think the news media programs, a lot of people that listens to it, the newspapers, what I call the white media programs people, what they want to be popular and in whatever they publish, whatever they talk about, people read it, feed into it, and then they think that's what it is. They think it's the end-all, be-all because they talk about it and they put it out there and there's no other kind of media apparatus that has the power that the American white media has on people in this planet, period. Mm -hmm. You got people in England and Canada looking at the New York Times. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Nah. Mark, why do you think that is? Uh, what you said, they, they just project, projection. Because if they had the money, they would be assholes. Like we mentioned, they want mm -hmm. that. They, they they crave that. Um, because it goes supporting these motherfuckers, man. It goes against um your self interest. It should what should be your self interest. Um, supporting a motherfucker like Trump and his people, um, who do nothing for you and your family, is stupid. Um, but they like them because. If they had the money and the visibility and shit, they would be just like them. They mm -hmm. races and all this other kind of bullshit. They like Kanye because if they had the money and the visibility and uh, what they call talent, um, they would be a prick just like him. Just like him. That's what I believe. It is cutting off your, that is the, y'all, we've all heard of the old adage, cutting off one's nose to spite one's face. That's what that is. That's what that is. So you're placing your support, what little money you have, uh, what little power you have politically, socially behind these demagogues who don't give a fuck about you, yours. They wouldn't piss you out if you were a flame. Mm -hmm. um that is that, that I, I i think about that sometimes and it occurs to me that that's something however much however often i ponder it i will never be able to understand deep down uh supporting those or backing those lifting those who don't give a who literally can't be bothered to give a fuck about you they don't want to know you exist they look down their noses at you you know which I wanna, I wanna um, ask a question. Uh, what is it that makes in America now in America? Because we could talk about other places abroad all day long, but since we all live in America, we're all with three black men. My question is, what do you guys think it is 
in America that makes individuals actually admire and emulate assholes, wealthy or not. But in this case, we're talking about wealthy. What is What exactly is it about who and what they are that makes them worthy of admiration and imitation? What the fuck is that? I think, for me... Why is being I, an asshole a popular... I'm sorry, Tom. Why is being an asshole a popular thing? Well, for me, a lot of times, those assholes that you speak of protect and maintain white supremacy. Because at the end of the day, that's what helps get the, a lot of if you look, look at the insurrectionists those did you know a lot of those people were wealthy business owners acting crazy as hell going in on the white house they were rich white people because they felt that white supremacy and white privilege was being threatened they didn't, they didn't give a fuck about nothing else what they said they were them in there for it was about the maintenance and the further being put along, keep it going mm-hmm. of white supremacy and white privilege. Mm-hmm. And when somebody upholds that, like a Donald Trump who wants to create division because he did it, he did it, he said it and did it, and he achieved it. Division. And people love him. Because he created division and he wanted to protect and uphold white supremacy and white privilege. When you do that, whether white or black, that's when you get the coon, the Kanye West. I like that. I never heard it till today. I like it. Hmm. When you got people like that, they're upholding and protecting white supremacy and white privilege and people get paid that do that black people get paid a lot of money to sell out their own race and that's why they do it they'll sell they sold and they don't care if you're doing those two things protecting white supremacy and protecting and uplifting uh white privilege they'll love you and you know those two things are no good whatsoever i love you to death last but they will love you to death Mark, what do you mm-hmm. think about that why is being an asshole the, the the vogue the thing that's in vogue now i mean it's always been but it seems that there is a um a heightened prominence why do you feel that that is it's cool now it's, it's real cool for some reason um like like i said pro- projection if, if they if they um had that platform they would be doing the same shit like the motherfuckers that support Joe Rogan. Um oh if, my if, god <laughs> if that bald headed burly Popeye burly yeah. motherfucker <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ. a lot of motherfuckers wish that they could say the things that he said and get away with it. Um mm. a lot of motherfuckers wish I, that I don't could, like that dude man nah, I, can't I can't stand, stand him. him can't stand him man a lot of motherfuckers wish that they could just act like a total jackass, like Kunye pissed and get away with it. Um, and then without, without consequences, without consequences. Shit, we heard mm-hmm. somebody we know personally. Um, 
early on in the podcast um, who said that, you know, they don't give a damn about Trump. But uh, they they were like, I see why people like him. I see, I see why people like him. And he just he just say whatever he do with it. I, this this ain't what they said for. Um, this is like kind of what they said. I can't remember exactly what they said. I would have to go back and listen. But the gist of it was, he just say whatever and do whatever. And you know, I, I just like that shit. That shit. That, that, I just I just like that shit. This is it's. What? I don't know. I don't know why people like people just like assholes because. Like I, I told you they choose prominence over intelligence. Yeah. See, that's a pro- that's a perfect example right there. Yeah, and to be as- and to be associated with such scum would heighten the prominence. Mm-hmm. And fuck intelligence all the way around. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's intellect. That's brain intelligence. I don't know. I just had a brain fart, but that's the intelligence of you know uh, intellectual intelligence that is social intelligence that is emotional intelligence and what have you all of those Mm -hmm. things um i am not happy to say that i know one or two people personally although i don't speak to them on even a semi-regular basis who are on board with that sort of shit and when you think about um uh the furtherance, like you were speaking about, tone of white supremacy in this country, like you said, um, both of y'all were saying, uh, it in the end, it doesn't matter. I mean, it serves you better if you are white, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, um, it does you don't have to be white to serve that purpose, exactly. You know? That's what I was saying, yeah, yeah you, exactly you be, what I was saying. You could be black, you could be Latino, you could be Asian, and we've seen it all. Just it seems like there's another idiotic fucking example of the support of white supremacy in this country every single day these are coming yep. it's coming from people who aren't these things are coming from people who aren't white yep uh you have obviously Kunye. you have uh this happened within the last couple of days you guys i'm sure have heard of her it was a black was she a mayor governor maybe who had some thoughts, um, shitty thoughts about the insurrectionists, what happened on the 6th of last year. And she seemed to be uh, very strongly in favor of it. She resigned either today or yesterday. A black woman who backed the insurrection up. You have individuals like the Hodge twins. You have individuals like that big Ford nanny. Tony, I know you remember that. Big Ford (laughs) nanny Candace Owens. (laughs) Oh my God, Jesus! Oh my God! Uh, you have these. So, and then you have individuals like Andrew Yang, who no. failed, and I know y'all know that story. Who failed at his run for a position of local authority, maybe out in California, wherever the fuck it was. He's an Asian guy. You have yeah. Cruz. You have so you made a great point. The propping up the continued. Sustainment of white supremacy is mm-hmm. a multicultural, multicolored, multi-generational thing. It's and a religion. It is a religion. And that's how they move, as if they move in it, as if it's a goddamn religion. Exactly. As as if if what these motherfuckers desire what they want, as if if that comes to pass, they're not gonna come for you and yours. They come for exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. I don't understand it. 
They'll show you right now you ain't nothing but a nigga. If you sit up there and get out of line, they'll let you know. Oh, no, no, no. Look at, uh, you know, uh, somebody I listen to says, when white supremacy are done with their tools, they break their tools mm-hmm. when they're done with them. But they don't need them anymore. They break them. Bill Cosby was a tool for white supremacy for a long time. Despite him going and doing, you know, going to um, some of these HBCUs, he still was a maintenance, a prop up of uh, white supremacy. They broke him by sending him, and, and they, don't, they don't want nothing to do with him. The moment this man tried to buy NBC, they broke his ass. Broke him. Now nah, he's not allowed to buy it. I think that's, I think it's messed up. But at the same time, you can't get, you can't even sit up here and lay in bed with these, these people. They'll show you real quick. They'll show you quick. Um, look at, look at Whoopi Goldberg. They're whipping yeah, they, her now. They, they whipping show. her ass. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> Now she now as of today, not to interrupt your tone, brother, but she's back on the view next week, I believe it is. That'll be two weeks, right? Oh yeah, they whipped her enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did y'all feel about what she said? I don't think she was I don't think she was lying, but the thing is the way she said it and the way she she tried to pull one of their cars, which is a lot of times. White people say I'm white and I say so. She tried to do that shit and say I'm black and I say so because of the the fur, the, the fervor she said it. Cause I listened to it. I, I don't listen to the view, but I listened to that particular part of the view of that show. And she basically overtalked everybody and basically was shutting them down and saying it's, it was not about race. It was about inhumane to another thing. And then because they were trying to say white supremacy and this, that, and the third, and she was like, no, it was two white groups, which is absolutely correct. It is two white groups. Jews and the Germans. I don't think what she said was wrong. I don't think it was about race. It was about inhumane to to, uh, another man. It was inhumane. I don't think nothing was wrong with it. It's just the way she said it and carried it out. But they whipped their ass for it. <laughs> they whipping whoop. <laughs> 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 look, yes. we love you, baby. We love you, baby. Come on, the man. Anytime you get the goddamn oids, right? But they whipping mm-hmm. that ass right now. Um, There's Mark, one person who it? never got out of line. Let me say this real quick. Never got out of line, and that, and it's like who you like don't to say. You, don't, you say o- don't you say this? Don't you say this? Oprah Winbag, like you Oprah say, <laughs> she has never got out of line because her handlers would get on her, and one of her handlers got sent to prison not too long ago. Who was it? Was Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein is one of her handlers. But you, you can go ahead, Mark. I, I thought I thought you were gonna say uh, I thought you were gonna say Denzel. I'm gonna get pissed the fuck off. No, we can't sack him. We can't, can't let him go now. Nah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> not, so. not Denzel. Not Denzel. God damn it. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. What are you gonna say? Um, the the whoopee 
situation. I think I think motherfuckers knew exactly what she was talking about. They knew exactly what she meant when she was saying Mm -hmm. that it it wasn't about race. I think her approach to it, like you said, like like the way she approached it, um, it 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 should have been better. And it would have been, I think it would have been um accepted. Um the acceptance would have been a little softer. If I could get, I can't even get my words out. Um, like if she came at it from an angle like this is how I feel about it. Not like not like being so concrete saying it wasn't mm-hmm. about race. Like she is the uh authority on on it you know she's not the authority on right. it whether to say like whether it was racial or not you know she she should she should have came at it a different way and been like yo every time i think about the holocaust i think about like how crazy it is that it's two white groups you know yeah one, one white group is oppressing another white group that's how I, exactly. that's how she should have approached it in that way not just saying like no 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 it's not about race like, you're not the authority on that you know so right. You ain't handled. even Jew. You ain't even one yeah. of those nationalities. What are you talking yeah. about? She could have handled handled it a little better, but them suspending her, I think, was uh, preposterous. In fact, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think it was stupid. Sure. I they, can't even get my fucking. Yeah. Words they were whipping out. her. That that was yeah. that was them whipping her. Seriously. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg is the view. Um, I wish she would have been like, I yeah. ain't coming back." Yep. And, and did her own shit. Me too. And she could have had a show to bear next week. You know. Um, what I find interesting about that is after she, well, I'm not really sure about the timeline, but from what I understand, she later, the same day, apologized. Was she on Kimmel? Mm-hmm. She was on some, I, some Colbert. She apolog- was on Colbert. Colbert yeah. Steve Colbert. Yeah. She apologized. I wonder who she had to say to him, but I want to say she thought about it. She apologized. She expressed why she felt very clearly and concisely the way she felt. But as y'all were just saying, she came to understand that perhaps the way that she delivered how she felt about it was insensitive. I thought that took a lot of balls. I mean, she's been in the business for 40 years, over 40 years. Um, and she could afford to have a massive ego. That took a lot of a uh, lot of guts, and it took a lot of uh, intelligence. As you were speaking about speaking of earlier tone, it took a lot of I don't want to say humility, I want to say it took a lot of maturity for her to do that. She didn't have to do it. I mean, in the end, it didn't make much of a difference any goddamn way because they suspended her, right? But she sat back and she thought about it. And here, what we do with the main the main satellite. We try to speak um, uh, openly about accountability. That's really, really big here. I have made several mistakes here um, in the time we've been doing this this podcast. And having learned better, I've come back and I didn't. I've admitted to being either wrong, misinformed, or downright ignorant. That's important. And I think what she illustrated was a great sense of maturity and personal responsibility. Now, did it make a difference in the end for her? No, she was still reprimanded, quote unquote reprimanded right in the end. Mm -hmm. But she did come to understand that she could have voiced her perspective as a black woman 
just as powerfully, right? Just as strongly, but in a more sensitive way. And this is not about what, what people are calling woke, the woke perspective or wokeness now. It's about learning to do better and then doing better. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was very cool of her to do. Now, I am looking forward. And I haven't watched a view. I've, I don't know if I've ever watched the whole episode. Um, when things like this happen, I'll watch to see what it takes. See what it takes on these things. But I want to say this: I will watch that entire first episode when she returns. If it's Monday or the Monday after next, I'm going to watch that episode because she's going to have some thoughts on it. And I hope, like you were saying a moment ago, Tone, that she is not hampered by network handlers. That she can say how she actually feel feels. I mean, it is called the view. That's what got her <laughs> suspended to begin fucking with. She gave her view. And it got her suspended for, which is ridiculous, but for, you know, reasons. Also, speaking as a woman who is not Jewish, who is not of the Hebrew faith, um, a black woman, I'm interested to know what her take will be on uh, how the situation unfolded and how she has decided to move forward from this point. Uh, so I will watch that episode. That's going to have, talk about ratings. That if, if she comes back, because it's still not a given, she's going to come back, you know, as we know at the moment. But I'm interested to know what the uh, what she's what she has to say on the matter. I just hope she can still be herself, because as you said, Mark, she is the view. Barbara mm, Walters yeah. has been, has been going for a, a damn a damn long time. Mm -hmm. Uh it's just unfortunate that she was suspended, and I know it's not the same goddamn company or corporation. But she was suspended for speaking in a way that might have been that was definitely a little ignorant. But speaking as a black man, it's not hard to understand why she felt the way she felt. It's just the way that she stated it, right? While an asshole like Rogan hmm. still has a platform, he's not going anywhere. And he ain't to going have, nowhere. No, he called us fucking monkeys on air. Y'all don't understand how angry because I went and found with the, the snippet where everybody was talking about. He called us fucking monkeys. Mm -hmm. He said when he went in there to see, I forgot what movie it was. It was a movie. Was, yeah, the movie. He said yeah. I was in Planet of the Apes. When I walked in there, do y'all know the level of anger I got when I heard him say that on fucking air? He said I was in Planet of the Apes. That's what he said when I walked in the theater. Mm -hmm. I was so fucking mad. He still has, he's still on air. That's right. Mm -hmm. Spotify. He's trying to offer some bullshit ass explanation. I don't give a fuck about no explanation, no apology. You need to be gone. That's right. Yeah. Whoopi apologized, and guess what? She still got suspended. Uh, uh, Nick Cannon apologized. And he still got canceled. They had to bring him back because all his people said, I ain't going to do the show unless Nick back. That's the only reason he came back because nobody would felt they felt like they would be stabbing him in the back. But if somebody else would have took it, oh, his ass would have still been gone. Mm -hmm. Got gone. Uh, 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 Kevin Hart said something 10, 15 years ago, and he had to apologize. And he got canceled for a little bit. Joe Rogan needed to go. He ain't even fucking apologize. He just offered an explanation. He didn't apologize. And it was obvious. It was just it was as flimsy as a, a, a wet paper bag. He didn't mean that shit. No. People, his 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 handlers, his paymasters oh, at Spotify, boy. his paymasters at Spotify 
told him, you need to do something because damage control from you needs to occur. It cannot come from us. The horse shit came, spilled from your fucking maw. You need to get out there and do some damage control. And he was just as nonchalant about the quote-unquote yeah. apology. Yeah, he, he was. Lazy. He, was. he didn't give a fuck. Well, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. What's that Tommy said at um, uh, Goodfellas? I thought, I thought, I thought, motherfucker, you thought shit. You thought nothing, right? Um, right. Godly, and, and he, man. And he still has a platform. And also, he's got People who this now you talk about something burns your ass. He's got people like Dwayne Johnson, who some call the rock. Oh my god, who is at least a pinch a pinch seeing his true colors mm-hmm. and Dave Chappelle <laughs> and all of these black folks, Kunye, all of these black folks supporting <laughs> this man. And you swore up and down, the rock swore, swore up and down that he didn't know that Rogan was like that. But Rogan, to hear, as, as it as it said, goes as goes really nice. Said, to hear you tell it, that's your friend, <laughs> that's your brother, that's your friend, yeah. that's your brother. So everybody mm-hmm. like Tone, uh, you know, you and Mark know that I'm going out raping puppies. You ought to know my ass for 30 some goddamn years, okay. Odds are pretty good that I'm not that great of an illusionist. I'm not that great of a, a musician, a prestidigitator to hide that something is wrong with my ass. Now, you might not mm-hmm. know exactly what it is that I'm doing, right? But you know, something's fucking off about me. Mm-hmm. As easily as, as, as easy as it slipped from this man's lips, just the, the words, the expressions, the comparisons. Dwayne Johnson, if you actually are his friend, this brother that you want to go out and have drinks with, Odds are very good that you knew what it was, but you didn't give a fuck. He done said some shit before, because and he was he, around when he said it. I yes. guarantee it. And it's because yeah. The Rock doesn't consider himself black. I don't give a fuck if his daddy was half black. No, nah, he grandpappy, don't. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't identify with anybody black outside of Kevin Hart. That cocksucker doesn't um doesn't identify with. And so Kevin Hart is probably is, is some, Kevin Hart is somebody that makes him feel big, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah, he do. <laughs> He's the blackest, shortest uh, motherfucker that he could find. What were you gonna say, Mark? He, 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 Kevin Hart is like an accessory to him. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's, uh, he makes him seem cooler. That's that's how he sees it. I, I, that's what I believe. Um, that's what it is. His little black friend. Um, yeah. Uh. Damn, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> I totally fucking forgot. God so damn. Rage, you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck um... you so frothed up with fucking rage. You so ragey frothy, man. Slip <laughs> your goddamn mind. You done had a mini stroke. I thought that was my superpower, don't Mark to take my goddamn superpower. <laughs> <laughs> but when you um, remember, just just say it, Mark. But that's something that that just came that came to mind before. Um, I lost what it was I was trying to say. Um, if I, if it comes to mind, I'll think about it. But this is what came to mind before that um, is what Tone was saying is contributing to the the uh, to the to white supremacy being perpetuated um, when you support motherfuckers like that. You got even yeah motherfuckers who claim to be ignorant of their support and and um and the power that they give these people 
like regular people who are who were commenting on that that little video of Rogan saying the N word over throughout the years, saying like, "What is mm-hmm. the fucking con-? black people saying like? How do you know what the context is? What is the context like? Like, bitch, man, <laughs> what's the context? Right, right. Like you, you, you excuse yeah, it's, it's obvious. Excusing, yeah, you excusing this <laughs> motherfucker. So that they just contributing to um, white supremacy being perpetuated. By by doing that kind of stuff, supporting that bullshit. Man, he outright called us apes. Mm-hmm. I was in Planet of Apes when I walked through the doors. Whoopi said it wasn't about race; it was about inhumane, you know, against man, inhumanity against man. And she gets whipped, and he gets to keep right on making a hundred million dollars, however much Spotify is paying him. I they paid him $100 million. But, but look, that's just for tasters. After that, I expect that he's, he's wealthier now than what he was before. Absolutely. You, got, you, you have people from other platforms, I forget the name of the other platform, who are offering him another $100 million if Spotify should decide to limit mm-hmm. or censor him. Come mm-hmm. to us. You'll have, you'll have complete creative control. <sighs> Complete freedom of speech. You say whatever the fuck it is you want to say. I know that he has been offered and given money um, since this debacle became mm-hmm. a thing. He's wealthier now than what he was. Mm-hmm. And you have individuals like The Rock. I remember a couple of days before. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got what it look. I, I just remember what it is. It's real quick. Mm-hmm. Remember what it was I was going to say. The Rock saying that, you know, his friend, his brother, let's go out and have like a shots of tequila whatever the fuck it was he said um he claimed that he didn't know if that's his you know person we knew that that joe rogan was a meathead without even hearing without even listening to his fucking show we we know that shit we know he a racist ass you know, he was a racist. Made motherfucker we already knew that shit years ago yeah we don't even listen yeah. to the motherfucker we don't know him personally either we know that shit so how the fuck the, the rock he knew that shit. I don't give a fuck. And we've never once encountered yeah, him. The no. Rock, perhaps if, if if he was if he was hammering it up a little bit for the public to show how much of a a prick he could be, right? Mm-hmm. He's encountered this man, and even if he was doing that, he's encountered him at least one time mm-hmm. in life. We who have never encountered this fucking meathead, um, no offense to Michael Stivic from all in the family. We who have never encountered this fucking meathead man um, knew what he was decades ago. I knew he was an idiot when he was hosting fucking Fifth Factor. Mm-hmm. I knew he was look. I knew he was an idiot when he was on uh, news radio with Andy mm-hmm. Dick and Phil Hartman and all of them mm-hmm. interviews and 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 both spoken and written or or, or or you know in magazines and everything. He just came off like an ignorant asshole. He was proud of it. Mm-hmm. Now he has the base, for lack of a better term, to be prouder of it, to be more proud of it than ever, because he's not been reprimanded. He has not been uh, taken in hand. He's only gotten wealthier. And one of the things that, uh, uh, Mark, you and I were talking about this a couple of days ago is, you know, the thing that makes Joe Rogan, people like Joe Rogan, so dangerous is that they're able to talk like we're talking now, for the most part. We, we are speaking to one another, mostly, um, in even measured voices. We sound intelligent. 
we sound reasonable. But you can convince uh, an idiot or an asshole that you are harmful or convince them to believe and fuck shit if you are saying it in a measured, quote-unquote, intelligent enough way, a soft enough way. That's what makes him so fucking dangerous, man. He is not like Trump. He's the opposite the opposite of Trump in terms of his person, his, his public persona. He comes mm-hmm. off as a quote unquote, nice guy. Hmm. He comes off as somebody you, you could perhaps have a beer with or have a steak with if that's your fucking thing. But that's, that's what makes him so much more dangerous. He's insidious. And because that is his public persona, because he doesn't come off like a ranting, raving fucking lunatic, uh, people are uh, going to stand behind him. Those who are already behind him are now beneath him and they're bracing him and bearing him fucking forward. Mm-hmm. He's very dangerous. Very, mm-hmm. very dangerous. <clears throat> um, uh, you know somebody else who's who's dangerous? There are a lot of dangerous motherfuckers, but, but I just want to mention this motherfucker. Bill Maher. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh. Ooh, now oh, man, you oh, have man. motherfuckers now um, yeah. trying to uh, yeah. um, get him to run for president. Like, like, like mm. you know, mm. there's, a, there's mm. people out there who are who are trying to get him to run for president. Get the fuck out of here, man! Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. I'm. Come on, you have thoughts on Bill Maher? No, I just know he's a racist. <laughs> That's all I need to know. No, fuck him. Races, um, races are going to always create division, and they're going to create problems. They are. I don't deal with no damn races. I remember when he was on when he had that show, Politically Incorrect. Mm-hmm. I believe it was called Politically Incorrect, not Politically Correct. Surely, it's Politically Incorrect. And I remember I used to watch him there, and I watched up until regularly up until about two years ago, a year and a half ago. I watched the show Real Time with Bill Maher, Bill Maher, which is an HBO show. Bill Maher went from being what some might call a progressive leftist to a right-wing asshole. He, so what you said, Mark, and I watched this motherfucker's progression. Mm-hmm. What you said about him being dangerous is very... Very much so. I've watched this man progress. Mm-hmm. So, by the time I was in my teens to now, I've watched his progression. And I believe he's the way he is for two reasons. Number one, he's a wealthy celebrity who also happens to be a white man who would never be directly impacted by this horse shit. He's moving out into the world so he can say and do whatever he wants um, with no consequence. It brings some, brings some popularity, it builds his audience. And he's also a contrarian. Anything mm-hmm. that I, I remember when 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 this shit started when Trump was in office, he couldn't speak. He would speak um, um, in the negative, or he would call. I would say Democrats to call them to the table, um, call their actions and behaviors and careers and things into question before. But he was big on shitting all over Republicans because let's face it, they lend themselves to being shot upon. That's what the fuck they are, right? He was more. He was a lot more even. Now he is pushing a right-wing narrative. And I'm talking just in the last year and a half, his shit has changed. Once upon a time, um, just as a small example, when people stopped shaking hands, 
It's after he did the show in his fucking backyard for a whole goddamn season, but woe is him because he can't go out and be with his friends or family members or whatever the fuck. He can't go play golf or whatever, video games, whatever it is he likes to do, right? So he's privileged enough that he was able to shoot an HBO, a Showtime, was it HBO show, I believe? HBO show from his back fucking yard, whining him on and complaining. Couldn't wait to get back to the fucking studio. I remember when guests would come on his show at the beginning of this shit, and he was saying things like, well, shaking hands is an archaic custom any motherfucking way. It all it only ever to me spread germs. You don't know what people have been doing with their fucking hands or what holes exactly. they had. Man, it's crazy too. <laughs> Golly, but, boy. But, the shit but, I've experienced. Oh yeah. But here's the thing, man. He felt that we should have uh in America and in what he might call civilized countries should have gotten rid of this custom a very long time ago because it's a great way to spread, it's a great way to spread disease, filth, bacteria, whatever. Now that that is a vogue thing, like wearing, it's in vogue, wearing masks, socially distancing and all of those things, hugging one another and all that, suddenly he's dead set against that. So when he has guests come on his show, he'll walk up to him, are you going to be one of one? He'll say it loud so his audience can hear it. Will you be one of the ones that's going to shake my hand? Oh, great. I'm glad you shake hands. You shook hands with me. It's time for us to get out of this. It's time for us to go back to life as it's normal. Mm. And I'm telling you, I remember on a regular fucking basis, he was big on masking. He was big on vaccines. And he was big on not shaking hands. So anything that brings him popularity. Yeah, I was just about to even say if that he's means- starting to feel that power, more power coming, coming to, to him, man. He's starting to feel that shit. The power. Yeah. Um, so he is feeling that. He's what they call what do you say? You said back in the day, smelling himself. Mm-hmm. He is a con- he's a contrarian who blows whatever way the wind. He moves whatever way, whichever way the wind blows him. He's an asshole, and, and they're like you were saying, like you both have been saying, they're all over the fucking place, and they're not just white either. They're not just whistling Dixie. They black. Mm-hmm. They're Latino. Exactly. They're straight. They're gay. They fat. They're skinny. They famous. They average. Whatever you want to call average. They're rich, they're fucking poor. There are a lot of dangerous motherfuckers out in the world. And they're not all politicians and they're not all motherfucking white. I think that's the majority of them, but it's not all of them. Most of them, the ones that we're speaking of as dangerous, the most dangerous thing about them is that they have an audience. That's right. That's what makes them the most dangerous too. They got and, people that listen and that's going to probably want to do what they do. That's very dangerous. You got young people that's probably listening growing up off of this shit that makes them dangerous. That's what's making them dangerous, them having an audience and them getting people to follow and do what they say. They got their disciples, very dangerous. Man. Very dangerous. And it's motherfuckers. What, what makes it even more dangerous to me <laughs> is that used to be once disciples figured out that the, the dear leader, the big asshole, the big prick, the big cunt was a sham, a fake, a fraud, they fell away. They would try to leave. Most of them don't want to be held captive, right? The problem right. with motherfuckers like these, like the individuals we're talking about is, they are a captive audience, but by choice. They, they want to be reeled into the, into the horse shit. They want to sink deeper into this garbage. Mm-hmm. 
it makes them feel good. It makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel seen and felt and heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're only growing more pronounced now. As we speak, there's some asshole like they're doing something that's stupid. That's, well, I don't like to use that word. It's hateful and spiteful. And there'll be other assholes, many assholes, minions, who follow, who, who step in the fucking line, step in the sink with them. Step in the sink with them. It's crazy, man. It is. And then you have individuals that God knows one of my favorite rap artists growing up was was Buster Rhymes. Y'all both, y'all remember I used to Mm. love Buster Rhymes. Mm -hmm. Buster, Buster, Buster. I love Buster (laughs) Rhymes. He has some ignorant shit to say about vaccinations and social Mm -hmm. distancing and masks. Motherfucker, you got to be pushing 300 pounds mm-hmm. at nine feet fucking tall. <laughs> You've already been, um, he got deathly ill. He got really sick, I believe, with COVID. Yeah. Um, in fact, if I recall correctly, I think I do, he felt that he was going to, he was about to go away from here. I don't, I don't know if it was COVID <laughs> or it was just his, I don't know if it was COVID or it was just his general health. <laughs> he got, okay, so, so, Thank you for saying that, Mark. I believe it was COVID, or it could have just been his general health. And it, it might have been his general health. But either way, it felt like he was about to go away from you. And and he started uh, working out and <laughs> and eating better. Um, but I I think he's 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 um fell off since it, that didn't last long. He's he's starting to blow back up. He's definitely had negative mm. things to say about ignorant things to say about COVID. Um, about preventative measures. That mm-hmm. I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I could have sworn he said he had COVID, but it, 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 if, it's, if, it's, if that's not what it is, then uh, that is incorrect. And um, yeah, that's incorrect. But either way, if it was a medical problem that he that existed prior to COVID, then it damn show makes him a risk is he, he's at risk yeah. now. Mm-hmm. He is once more attained the form of burly in chief. <laughs> he is not getting any fucking younger. Buster Rhymes older than we are, and we in our forties. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Who knows what underlying quote? Well, who knows what underlying conditions he might have? So there are a lot of individuals who have come off as respectable folks. We've really respected. Yeah. In so much as we could respect them, being celebrities or even people around us, not just celebrities, but family members, friends, associates, mm-hmm. husbands, wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, and all those things, co-workers, you know, mentors, mentees. Uh, but we have waited into just a God, man, like a, a bog of pure fucking idiocy fueled by spite, greed, mm-hmm. narcissism, Mm-hmm. You know. Trump. The Trump yeah. effect, man. Yeah. Y'all yeah. remember um <laughs> it's Twilight Zone episode. Y'all remember um what they God man. So it's what was called and this this is when I knew when I knew that they had leaned into pure idiocy fueled by spite 
when they came up, whoever it was that came up with the expression uh, Trump derangement syndrome, <laughs> that that became uh -huh. a fucking thing. <laughs> so you're so upset that this man is, is winning, winning, right? <laughs> that you can't sleep at night. You can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't fuck. You can't do anything because you are filled to the brim with envy of Donald Trump, envy, jealousy of Donald Trump. That, and the thing is, they come up with another Trump derangement syndrome every day, but now you have individuals in positions of global authority, national and international authority, or at the very least, global influence, great global influence who are coming up with terms and expressions like that, who are coming up with these idiotic, spiteful fucking movements and dumb hats and flags. Look at what these motherfuckers have done to the flag. And I, I, ain't, never, I ain't never been a person. Yeah, I ain't never been a person who cared that much about the flag, but I, you know, I knew well, enough about it. What happened to the flag? What they did to the flag? They fucking coloring it. They putting his face on it and coloring it blue. And oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> flag, yeah. Trump flag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are the motherfuckers <laughs> who claim that they are sticklers for the American way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And old glory. But, but see, to them, the American way is white supremacy and white privilege yeah. to them. Mm -hmm. And since they make the motherfucking rules any goddamn way, why yeah. wouldn't they change the motherfucking flag? Exactly. Coloring that and black and putting Trump on. What the fuck sort of <laughs> alternate plane are we existing on that Donald Trump's name is on a flag? What sort, what's, of, what sort of reality? I'm sorry, Tom. Are we living in where this motherfucker is, 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 was able to be installed as the president of the United States. Now, I'm the first person to say the United States is extremely flawed. But God damn, come on. I didn't know it was flawed like that. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I did. But y'all know what I'm saying. Every time I think about it, we're a year into Biden's presidency. Another asshole. Maybe not as big as Donald Trump. Um, I think about Mark, you remember when um, Donald Trump, it was it was announced that he would become president and it was maybe like 12 o'clock at night. I was on the way from work and you called me and you were stunned like a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I was stunned. We on the phone looking stupid in the goddamn face <laughs> from two ends of the fucking phone, completely shocked. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Tone, do you remember how you fucking felt when you found out that this motherfucker was going to be the president of the United States of America? Like, what did that do to you, man? Honestly? I... Like, it didn't fuck it didn't with you just a me. little bit. Nope. Yeah. It didn't, to be honest. It didn't. Use the rare one. <laughs> <laughs> now you are a user. A rare <laughs> one. Yeah. Why weren't you, why weren't you shocked? Because I knew that at the end of the day, um, a lot of people going to get put in the office a lot of the time based on 
reputation and also I think some elections have been fixed. So it didn't it didn't surprise me and it didn't it didn't bother me. No, it did surprise me. I'm gonna take that back. It did surprise me. But it didn't it didn't um bother me because I felt like that's who they wanted to put in office. Uh, they wanted him to become the commander in chief. It didn't bother me. It didn't. Uh, it didn't affect me in no shape, form, or fashion. To be honest, and that 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 only not only surprises y'all. It surprises everybody when I say that. Because I, I think about it, I self check myself. I didn't feel no type of way at all. Now I didn't like it. But did you, feel, did you feel like something like that was an inevitability? Maybe not necessarily him, but something like him. Yeah, because here's the thing. I don't think at that point in time, now this is my opinion. I don't think America was ready for a female president. And that's what he was going up against. To me, they should have got a better stronger candidate that people would have felt behind getting behind. I've, I've talked to women that voted for Trump. I've talked to black men who voted for Trump. I ain't voting for the what they exact words. I ain't voting for no goddamn white woman. Are you crazy? God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. They was like, they was like, do y'all know? <laughs> And it, it was true, and, and I probably would help them. She took pictures with the the grandmaster of the Ku Klux Klan. Very, they were they were like best friends. That hurt her campaign. But I'm I, 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 I never heard though, anything. I never heard any, heard or seen I saw the about it. I didn't yeah, know. I saw either. it online. Yeah, several times. But I'm just she's saying. really good. Good. But but here's why I think Trump should have lost. When he got on stage on national TV and mocked a disabled man, like, are you serious? Like, I don't know. What, and I'm like, are you like, y'all gonna vote for this guy who said grab him in the pussy? He said that. He was so disrespectful on so many levels, but people still voted for him. Crazy. But it didn't. It didn't. It, it, it didn't bother me though that that he got in all. It didn't. The the people, um, who you encountered who said, um, <laughs> who chose voting for Trump over anybody. I just don't understand that. I've I'd vote for a fucking dog before I vote for Trump. Like he, I, I can't think of a uh uh a. a, a a person who was more unqualified of being the president of the United States than, than Trump. I mean, uh, I shit, a fucking yeah, he was toddler, unqualified. A toddler could probably do could have did a better job than that. A toddler would be a better person than this grown ass man in that position. I believe. I don't give a damn. These 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 people who who you encountered who said like 
you think I'm gonna vote for a white woman before I, you know hell no like I don't I don't see I don't understand that like I don't I don't get it that's going against your best interest that's going against um your family's best interest that's going against the, the country's best interest that's going against the 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 future of this country's best interest voting for somebody like that like I just damn oh that's think, crazy to think about it yeah mm. oh. he was even more uh upsetting to me is despite the fact that there are new crimes that are being revealed every goddamn day about this creep right mm. new crimes that are being uh, uh that are coming to light and at the moment at the moment, as as it stands, as things stand right now, he can still run for the presidency in twenty twenty three. Yeah, he can. He is and not. I'm, been, hearing, I'm hearing that he might. I I can't imagine that he wouldn't. He's still the front runner, and he will remain the front runner, mm. barring him, barring him uh, dying. I can't see that DeSantis even uh, or any of his horrible supporters, I can't imagine that they would have I can't imagine that they would have uh, a chance against him, is what I'm saying. I just can't imagine that. And I don't think I don't think we'll be any better off culturally and racially than we are now in the future we won't be any better off than where we are now so he's st- so a twice impeached robber baron hateful goblin of a fucking man i i'm loathe to even call him a man still has a chance to run and to be the front runner the next time mm. around that is 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 outrageous to me. What the fuck is the Department of Justice doing? What is Merrick Garland doing? I keep he- I keep hearing about how oh this is the uh what what's that expression they use man uh the smoking bullet or whatever the fuck they call it. This smoking is the one. Gun. Smoking gun. Yeah, this is the one. This is this is going to be the one that's going to take him down. He's going to take him down to fucking Chinatown, and he's not been taken down. He's still around, and as it stands, he can still run for the presidency in 2020, 2023. And that is a horrifying thought to me. We barely managed to get him out of fucking office the first time, and look, even that almost wasn't enough, the will of the people. But this motherfucker instigated a fucking insurrection that is that is ongoing right now. The insurrection is ongoing right now, but there's still a chance that he could become uh, president by hook up a fucking crook because that's how he and his do things in 2024. That is amazing to me to consider to think about. It's amazing. And it doesn't bode well for the future of this country. It doesn't bode well for Native Americans. It doesn't bode well for black people. It doesn't bode well for ill people. It doesn't bode well for poor people. It doesn't bode well for anybody in the end. The problem I mentioned this before that I have with these motherfuckers is that they believe, the supporters believe they're going to be immune. They believe they're immune to the impact of having a motherfucking monster in power, but they never, ever are. This is something that we see 
with autocrats. Uh, we yeah. see with autocracies and Democrats throughout the course of history. They believe they're immune. They never are. You're white, you're not going to be safe. You're wealthy, you're not going to be safe. Your safety has term fucking limits. Um, that is depressing to me. And you got motherfuckers like Mitch McConnell um, who is still standing behind him. All these motherfuckers that say, uh, okay, he did wrong. It was an insurrection. He did influence a, uh, an insurrection. He incited an insurrection. All the things that he has done, man, all this shit that's coming out of the White House now. Uh, documentation that is high profile <clears throat> went missing from the White House. Well, he stole it. He and his stole it from the White House. Furniture stolen from the White House. Uh, there's a word that I want to use for the documentation, but y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, all of these things that are going on. And then in the meantime, you still have uh, uh, embezzlement charges. You have tax fraud charges. You have the, you know, you have all these things going on and this person is still eligible for the presidency. I don't believe we're ever going to be back to what you might call normal. I know I've gone on and on about it, but I don't think we're ever going to be we're not, it's, things aren't going to be quote unquote normal again in this country. I believe America's probably on its last legs. That's what I believe. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much longer we have. We might see the collapse of America in our lifetime, lifetimes. And I'm not, I'm not, if we live a natural lifespan, and I'm not saying it to be a doom, a doomsayer at all. I don't want that to happen. My family and my family's here. My friends, well, I'm all my family. If you're my friend, you're my family by now. It is late date. I don't want to see the collapse occur. We ain't got it. We don't have the money to move the fuck away from here. And frankly, mm. everywhere on planet Earth, black people are fucking persecuted. Where the fuck will we go any goddamn way? Yeah, that's true. Where will we go? Where would we fucking go? So I don't want things to collapse into utter, complete and utter fucking chaos, but it's looking like it's going to happen. To me, it's looking like it's going to happen. It's, I believe it's just a matter of time. With the power that the Democrats hold, things still not being accomplished for the greater good. Nope. Like, what chance do we have once they have attained the power that they once wielded, man? Never mind a fucking Republican being in office again. It's, it's, it's fucked up, y'all. We're, we're we're past the point of no return now. It's inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's, it's going to be mm -hmm. a fall, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, too many crazies. Um, yeah, and they they multiply. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And people are plotting against the country anyway. Yeah, they're just waiting for their time and their turn turn to attack. Mm -hmm. They yeah, plotting it's... again. Look. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, no. Nah. I was just going to say, like, inside the country, they setting it up now. With, uh, mm -hmm. these, these oh, yeah. Laws. You're setting it up. They, they setting up yep. the, uh, yeah, they're, they're getting in position. Yeah, they mm -hmm. putting their people in positions of power. And mm -hmm. once they get it, they ain't going to let that shit go. 
And we have been said on all motherfucking sides too. Like, like both of y'all have said from without and from within. Like, <laughs> and if white supremacists or supremacy white supremacists period knew what they were doing, well, they know what the fuck they're doing. What are you doing? They 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 know what the fuck they're doing. Um, went for a rough ride, y'all. But I will say this. Black people have been survived, <laughs> survived in this country for centuries. Somehow, I believe we will at least look, we'll be able to cope better than the motherfuckers who are when the shit when the shit really comes down, we'll be able to cope better than them. No matter how much money we have. Yeah. The people who are our our persecutors, yeah. because that's what we do. You guys, when do y'all want to when do y'all want to do this again? Because I feel like we just cracked the we just cracked the shell on this. Some of the things we're talking about, and plenty of other things we didn't talk about. When y'all trying to do this shit again, one more again. Whenever for next me. week, man. Whenever y'all put the call out for the main satellite, <laughs> <laughs> the main, the main motherfucking satellite, <laughs> brothers. As usual, as is the norm, it's been awesome. Tony, you got to come on more. You just got to come on more, man. Yeah, I, mean, I, I love when I love when I come when I can come on, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Chopping it up days. with my with my damn childhood friends and friends that we've grown into men, man. We boys of men, and I watched y'all grow into men, man. It watched me grow into a man, man. Like that's some shit that don't people really don't know. Once they got childhood friends, you know, you see people. Oh man, I ain't seen you in twenty years and shit like that. Nah, we've seen each other our entire. Life, we've seen our worst and our best. Mm-hmm. Um, one day, I'll say one last thing. One day, uh, I spoke to another, those who are listening, we have another brother. Um, his name is Steve. Um, I spoke to Steve earlier, and I was telling Steve about this. So Steve now knows um, that there's a main, a main motherfucking satellite. He wants me to send him the link. So I'm going to send him the link to what I consider a very interesting show. And I also told him we would love to have him on. So my hope is that one day, soon, all five, like Rick, our other brother, can get it up here as well. Have all five of us up here at the same goddamn time. I would well, love for that crazy. to happen. We got to make it happen, guys. We got to make it happen. From the space table to the main satellite. To me, <laughs> from, from, from Meatball House to the main satellite. <laughs> and unless you're one of us or you're Gold's Berlin, I got a new world, Gold's Berlin. Now, you don't know what Meatball's house is. Meatball's house. But trust us, it's the shit. Right. Mark, where can they catch us at, man? Mm-hmm. They can catch us on the other side. On the other side. <laughs> we do this again, guys. I love y'all. Until next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. Yeah. All right, All right, All right, All right, All right. Good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.